Kia ora. Welcome to the Arise Church podcast. For more details, you can find us at arisechurch.com. But right now, we're going to hear from our senior leader, Amy Kendrew. We trust you'll enjoy today's message. Today, I want to speak about the power of hope to bring in our next chapter. And I know that Ben spoke uh, maybe three or four weeks ago, uh, that message, Let Hope Rise. And I want to continue to build on that thought as we think about how as a church and as individuals, we are stepping into our next chapter. And I believe a key to this next chapter is hope, having hope that we can have a hope that lifts our eyes, that we can have a hope where our souls and our spirits begin to soar again, where we can dream and have vision and have confidence in who our great God is, our new chapter, our next chapter, one of hope. And we think about hope, biblical hope is not fleeting, it is not something that I just look forward to having one day. It is not something I conjure up or fake my way through or just try my hardest to be optimistic. But hope, biblical hope, is lasting. It is life anchoring. The Bible says it's like an anchor for our souls, that it weathers through every storm, that we can have a confident hope, because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And so we can lift our eyes and we can lift our gaze because of what Jesus has done for us. We can have confidence in that and we can have that kind of hope. A hope that brings change and transformation to our own lives and through us to the world around us. I believe the world around us needs that hope. We need that hope. And so the title of my message this morning is I Dare to Hope. I Dare to Hope. I want it to be individual this morning. I dare that I will dare to hope. It's not for the person next to you, but it is for you this morning that you would begin to lift your eyes and say, I dare to hope. Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, I dare to hope. And then turn to your other neighbor and say, I dare to hope. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to look at, at, at the book of Lamentations, uh, which is, you know, not usually one that you, when you're talking about hope that you go, oh yeah, Lamentations, but we'll get there, just trust me. Uh, we're going to look at a bunch of situations and circumstances or mindsets that may cause us to lose our hope. We're going to begin to declare over our lives that we can dare to hope. We're going to speak to those situations, speak to those mindsets, and we're going to look at how we can have hope. Because it's all good to say, yes, I have hope, but how do I get it? So we're going to look at how we can get hope, how we can have that kind of hope that sustains us, that can heal us, and that can lift our eyes. Let's pray this morning. Thank you, God. We thank you that you are a God of hope. 
nor that we can have this hope that is like an anchor for our souls. And so this morning, I pray for every person in this room watching online, Lord, that this morning that you would speak through me and you would lift eyes, that people would dare to hope once again. Lord, where people have been downcast, disappointed, filled with maybe cynicism or apathy, Lord, that we would lift our eyes and we would dare to hope we would have dreams again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So our key scripture this morning is found in Lamentations 3. And uh, it's called, the title of this chapter is called Hope in the Lord's Faithfulness. Hope in the Lord's Faithfulness. And the writer of this chapter, he's been having a pretty rough time. And he starts to list off to God or to whoever's listening um, all the things that he's seen, all the things that he's gone through. Affliction, darkness, physical pain, sickness, chains, prayers seemingly going unheard, a lack of direction, attack, mocking, insults, bitterness and sorrow, apathy, a lack of peace, financial hardship, and ultimately a loss of his hope. And it says this in Lamentations 3, verses 16 to 24, it says, He has made me chew on gravel. He has rolled me in the dust. He's having, a, he's having a bad time. Peace has been stripped away, and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out. My splendor is gone. Everything that I had hoped for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. It gets better. Yet I still dare to hope. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. Have you ever felt like this, like the writer of Lamentations? Maybe felt like you've lost your hope. Perhaps you, as I'm reading out some of these passages and some of the things that he's gone through, you're, I can relate to that. Situations in your health or finances or relationships, maybe things that have happened recently or this year even that you just you struggle to wrap your head around. Like why, why? Why would God allow that to happen? Maybe a doctor's report that's just come out of the blue. Maybe something that you've been believing for for years. It's not coming to pass. It's still not happening. There's pain or illness in your body that you've just come to accept. Maybe a relationship that you've lost hope on. Maybe feeling like your prayers are going unheard. Maybe it's not that you feel like you've lost hope, but there's almost like apathy or cynicism that is creeping in. That is just going, I just, I guess two years, three years of just things being cancelled and through COVID, just things that I have hoped for just haven't come to pass. So I've stopped really just hoping or thinking ahead. And I'm simply just thinking about this week, myself. Or maybe cynicism where you're like, yeah, I'll just, I'll believe it when I see it. 
Even this last week at Life Group, we were talking about just this feeling, right? This feeling across our, our nation, and I'm sure even if you're watching online in other countries across the world, it feels like there's just this spirit of heaviness, right? Over our nation. That you just need to open up the news and read some of these awful things that are happening across our nation, the anger, the violence. There's a spirit of heaviness. And you can start to be like, oh, it's just... It just feels a little bit hopeless. I know that for me, I've had moments and seasons in my life where I've just felt like I've lost hope or where I've just felt hopeless. And maybe, like me, we've found ourselves at many points in our lives asking questions like, am I called to something else? Am I hearing God right? Am I, am I doing the, the right thing? This, is, this feels a little hopeless. What, what is the point? And I know that I have. And we find ourselves in life where there has been just so much, like maybe like the writer of Lamentations, you feel like you've run the gauntlet, like you're a bit battered and bruised sitting here today. But I believe, and I want to speak to us today as individuals, as a church gathered together, that while there is much that maybe we could say we have been through all of that, that we are here at a juncture and we are saying we are we are daring to hope. There is a new thing. God has got new mercies. Great is his faithfulness to us. To declare and believe that God is doing a new thing in our own lives, in our church, in our nation. And I believe in this next chapter, it rides with a spirit of hope. The Bible says to put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I believe this morning, even as Chris declared earlier, that there is a spirit of praise that is rising up. And I believe as a church, we can't lose our spirit of praise, our thanksgiving to God, that praise is the thing that breaks chains and loosens that spirit of heaviness over our nation. We need to declare, our God is good. Our God is faithful. Our God will never leave us. Our God has not forsaken us. I can dare to have hope. I can dare to have hope. Say to the person next to you, I dare to hope. It's for you today, for each one of us, that we could dare to have hope. In our key scripture that I read, it says, yet I still dare to hope. When I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning, every day. You can have a new beginning in Christ. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. When we remember, when we declare who our God is, that his mercies never cease, that his faithfulness is great, that his mercies are new every morning, we can have a new day. We can step into a next chapter. We can believe and declare that he is doing a new thing. Whatever has gone before, as the passage in Isaiah says, forget all of that. Behold, I am doing a new thing. We can dare to hope. We can dare to hope. One of the key books in this series is found in Isaiah, in Isaiah 60. And you know, we've been, uh, as a nation, uh, this, this nation in Isaiah, this nation has faced hardship, persecution, 
a generation, generation after generation who just continually walk away from the things of God and have to be drawn back in, who have seen the miracles and the power and the hand of God over them, but continue to forget what God, what God can do, who God is. And the prophet comes and he declares to the Jewish people, and I believe that this is a declaration for us today as a rise church, God has not forgotten you. God has got more for you. And Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 5, and I know that I've, I've shared it with the staff, and I think I've shared it with this uh, congregation before, but I, I was reading last week in the Amplified Version, and it says this, Arise, that's a good name, Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory and brilliance of the Lord. For your light has come, and the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. In verse 4, lift up your eyes around you and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons will come from far away, and your daughters will be looked after at their side. Then you will see and be radiant, and your heart will tremble with joy and rejoice because the abundant wealth of the seas will be brought to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. Arise from spiritual depression into new life. Lift up your eyes and look around you and see. Arise into a new life. Shine with the brilliance of the Lord. As we've been declaring that prodigals, that sons and daughters would return and be found in God's house, that the provision for his house, as we saw on the video earlier, that we would be able to reach into our community, meet needs because of what we receive in this offering. The things we dare to hope, that the things we've been believing for, that they are coming. At the core of this passage that I read in Isaiah is hope. Whatever has been, don't let it strip you of your hope. It doesn't take the challenge away. It doesn't mean that everything is just going to come up roses, you know. We're going to face challenge. We're going to face difficulty. But as the passage says, that we can arise into new life. We can remember how great our God is. That we can have this hope that anchors us through every storm and every challenge and every trial. I can dare to hope. Say it over your lives today that I can dare to hope. I dare to hope. I dare to hope that my family will come to know Jesus. Those that I have been praying for, the sons and the daughters, the prodigals, would come and would come to know Jesus. I'm daring to hope today that there would be healing over my body. I can dare to hope that there would be healing over my body, that the sickness or the illness or maybe the things that I have come to accept in my life, that He is Jehovah Rapha, that He heals my body this morning. That we can believe, we can dare to hope that our relationships would be mended and would be healed in the name of Jesus. We can declare that He is Jehovah Jireh, that He is our provider, that things that we have been, been believing for, for breakthrough over our finances, that as we declare and we remember that our God is faithful and our God is good, we can dare to hope. We can dare to hope over our businesses 
God, maybe we've been struggling through COVID and it's been challenging. We can dare to hope and dream again that God is going to favor our business, that as we lift him up, that we are going to see breakthrough in the area of finance. I dare to hope. I dare to hope over our church that that spirit of praise would never be lost. I dare to hope that our services would be, would be alive with the presence of God. Praise and worship that transcends heaven, that heaven would come down, that it would be life transforming to us, that we would hear the word of God preached with truth, that it would equip the saints, that we would go out on our Monday to Saturday and we would transform the world around us that our life groups would be places where people find deep community, relationships that are life-changing, where they would find freedom, where people would find freedom from all kinds of stuff that has gone on in their lives, and they would find freedom, I dare to hope. I dare to hope that a new sound would arise from this church. Songs would be written, creativity would arise. I dare to believe over our kids' programs, over our youth programs, over our young adults, that we would reach every generation and we would see them give glory to God. We would see them equipped, we would see them grow in their knowledge of God, in their knowledge of His Word, in the plan and the promise and the purpose that He has for them. I dare to hope that in our community, we can shine a light, we can meet practical needs, we can together build a church for this nation that would glorify God, would honour him, would prepare the bride of Christ together. I dare to hope. Church, let's lift our eyes in this next chapter. Let's have courage and confidence in who he is. Not just a fleeting optimism, not just something to look forward to one day, but a hope that sustains us through the storms and through the seasons of life, that we would have this hope as an anchor, a hope that would heal every wound. Maybe this morning there's just some stuff, some unresolved stuff, and that is causing you to lose your hope. I believe this morning as you bring it to God that he can say, I am faithful and I can heal those wounds, and I can give you hope once again. A hope that lifts, that I would believe for new things, that I would lift my eyes, that I would stop just looking and living maybe from day to day, but I would have a hope for my future. Dream again, have confidence again, have courage again, lift up my eyes, trust in who he is. Begin to declare, I have a next chapter over my life. So how can we have this kind of hope? This kind of hope that sustains us, this kind of hope that is an anchor, this kind of hope that would heal our wounds. Well, it goes on to say in Lamentations 3 and verses 25 and 26, after we've just read, right, all the terrible things that he's been through and he's experienced, and then all the the things that he's declaring, that God is good, that God is faithful, that his mercies are new. And then he says this, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Another verse in Isaiah 40 verse 31, which follows that passage where it says, forget all that, forget all that. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. 
They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I don't know about you, but I want to be someone who can run and not grow weary, who can walk and not be faint, who can hope in the Lord for my strength. So there's just three things that I want you to grab hold of this morning about how we can have this kind of hope in our lives. We can find hope, biblical hope, the kind of hope that God wants us to hold on to through every season of our lives. Three things. Firstly, to have this kind of hope, we must trust in God and not in my own strength. Trust in God and not in my own strength. These verses that we read out just before, it says that the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. It's not about our own efforts. It's not about trying harder, working harder. It's about leaning in to God and his strength, his empowerment, those who wait on the Lord. In this new season, I believe, in this next chapter, it's not about us working and striving and trying harder to just conjure up more of God, but that we would lean into Him. We would wait on Him. We would hope in His strength. I get this picture, this picture that comes that says that they would soar on wings like eagles. And if you see you know, a bird, and there's a lot of wind in Wellington, so you see birds just soaring in the wind. You know, the wind often is referred to as the Holy Spirit, right? And then it's not like we're these little chickens or little birdies trying to just flap our way through life, but we are soaring on wings like eagles, that there's no effort really involved, but we simply just allow the Holy Spirit to fill our wings as we soar and rely and lean on Him. We get this hope when we trust in God, trust in who he is, and not in our own efforts, in our own trying. You know, I think about, you know, even for me personally, taking on this role and doing what we're doing in this next chapter, part of me panics. Part of me is like, oh, well, there is, this is big. There is a lot. There is a lot ahead. But I'm like, God, keep reminding myself that it is not about me trying harder, being more, doing more, but it is simply about leaning into God and soaring on wings like eagles. Great is His faithfulness. So we've got to trust in God. Secondly, we've got to surround ourselves, surround myself with people who will speak hope. Who you surround yourself with matters. You could surround yourself with people who continue to tear down, who continue to just pour water on your dreams, who maybe just say, what's the point? Who cares? But I want to encourage you to surround yourself with people who will lift you up. Lift up your arms when you feel weary. Have hope and have faith when maybe you don't feel like you've got it. Who can pray for you. We all need one another. That's why life groups, so important, just an environment where we can encourage and spur one another on and say, hey, you know, I've got faith for you today. You know, recently, about maybe a month or so ago, uh, a bunch of girls from our Christchurch campus, we went on a girls weekend together. 
And I've never been a fan of girls' weekends. I don't know why, but I think I just have this picture in my head of what they are, and maybe they're not that. But, you know, I just am like, oh, girls' weekends. But I've become a little bit of a fan of them of late. And uh, this, this last girls' weekend that we had, it was just such a tremendously encouraging time for me personally. And, you know, collectively, this bunch of girls, we have been through some stuff and we are facing some challenges together. But, and we had some fun. We walked up a mountain and I nearly killed my friend who said it's just an easy walk. Um, and we got competitive and we played board games and we just, you know, we were playing code names and there was just, you know, a lot of friendly banter. Um, but then we had this beautiful moment uh, one of the mornings where we just shared communion together and then we began to pray and speak and prophesy over one another and the tears were flowing and there was just, uh, it was just the beautiful presence of God and it was just this moment where it was like hope filled, I believe hope filled every heart as we just surrounded each other with people who will speak hope and speak life and lift one another up. I want to encourage you, have people in your world who can do that for you. And as the band joined me, secondly, you've got to surround yourself, surround ourselves with people who will speak hope. And finally, we're going to wait on God. Wait on God to fill me. Wait on God to fill me. It is good to wait on him. Those who wait on the Lord will find new strength. And you know, we don't like that because often God, his timing, it's not our timing. He's a lot slower than maybe we would like him to be at times. But I believe that as we wait on God, as we simply come before him and we don't try, maybe as you come before him, you don't even, sometimes we come and we pray, but our prayer is more like a little bit of a shopping list you know, God, I need this, I need this, I need this. One banana. <laughs> but I believe sometimes we just got to come before God and just wait quietly. Wait quietly. We can wait on God through his word. His word is scriptures. They are life to us. Sometimes just got to meditate on his word. It says in Romans 15 verse 4, the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Sometimes it's just about waiting on him, open his word, and allow his scriptures to fill us with hope. Sometimes we can get hope through praise and worship. We wait on him through praise and through worship. Our souls need that. The psalmist wrote in, in Psalm 42 verse 11, why am I discouraged? Sometimes we can come to church, right, or we can uh, start a day and it's like, what, why, what is this? Why do I feel so heavy or discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again. We can come to God and we can wait on him through prayer. Romans 15, 13, I pray that God, the source of our hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
You know, this week as a church, corporately, we're gathering together around prayer, prayer and fasting. And I am the world's worst faster, and I am not looking forward to this. But I believe in the power of it as we pray and as we seek God and as we fast and as we put aside some of the things that just come and crowd around us, that we would come and we would wait on God and we would seek him. And I believe that God is going to fill each one of us with hope. He's going to fill us corporately as a church together with his hope as we seek him, as we wait on him. He is going to bring us into a new chapter, the next chapter. Would you stand with me this morning, church? Our world needs hope. We need hope. I dare, I dare to have hope. That hope that is lasting and sustaining, that weathers every storm. The hope that heals our wounds and lifts our eyes. That's the kind of hope we need. And I believe as a church that this next chapter is riding in on a spirit of hope, that he is bringing things to pass. He is doing a new thing in our lives. And we can have hope not in our own strength, not in our own abilities, but because of who God is, that he is faithful and he works all things together for good. That hope comes when we trust in his strength, when we surround ourselves with people who are going to speak hope and speak life into us, when we seek God and his word and we wait on him, when we find encouragement from the scripture, when we seek him through praise and through worship and through prayer and allow his presence to fill us. So this morning I want to pray. I want to pray over this church. I want to pray over you individually. So right now you can close your eyes, maybe lift your hands, begin to get yourself in a posture, ready to receive. I pray that God, the source of hope, would fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus, right now, I declare through the power of your Holy Spirit that you would fill every person in this room and watching online with your confident hope. Lord Jesus, I speak to doubt. I speak to cynicism. I speak to apathy. I speak to disappointment. And right now, we bind those strongholds in the name of Jesus and we declare that we would walk out of this place filled with a confident hope that comes from You. The hope that is an anchor for our souls, that regardless of what we face, regardless of what we are going through, that we can trust in You. And Lord, this morning we lift our eyes. We lift our eyes to see all that You are doing through our lives, through, through this church, through our nation. Lord, that we can be carriers of hope to the world around us. So Lord, would You come and would You fill us right now, fill every person, Fill our nation with the hope that comes from Your Word. Fill this church with the hope that comes from Your Word. We seek You and we wait on You this morning. Fill us with Your hope, we pray. In Jesus' Name, thank You, Lord. Thank you for joining us for the Arise Church podcast. We hope this message has blessed you. For more content or resources, visit arisechurch.com. Matiwa, see you soon.